Yo. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Geetastic Cypher. How's everyone doing this week? We doing, doing good. good. Doing we good. doing good. Episode three hundred eight. Uh, we are back. Eight. Full in effect. Uh, our lovely Dave could not be with us this week. Yeah, he's probably busy planning his wedding. I yeah, right, right. This man, this man. Okay, are we, allowed, are we allowed to say that? Oh, yeah. Are we allowed to say he's planning his wedding? We, he got engaged, and we announced that he got engaged. Oh, okay, okay. Never but mind. Knowing never mind, Dave, yeah. I feel like Dave is the type of type A personality who's just like, I need to organize this now and just get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel no shame in saying, Dave, you it's you just got engaged. You don't need to plan your wedding already. Plan the hell out of it. Old school <laughs> rule was uh, eighteen month engagement. Old yep. school, old school. Yeah, but we dying quick out here, man. Yeah, <laughs> damn. If that you had a perfect little pandemic you. that kind of hit. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Me, that's fair. So, people, you know. people, people tend to rush stuff now that they're like, oh, you know what? We had a pandemic and it got a little dark. Well, well I mean, the pandemic kind of helped, like you know, break some people apart that didn't need to be together anymore. <laughs> I wonder how many pandemic marriages there are now. That's like you know how they're because the first year a lot of pandemic relationships ended. Yes. But then people started like pandemic dating because they're like coughing season ended early. Right. <laughs> right. And then it turned into like, well, you know, we survived a pandemic together. Do you want to just trauma bond and put a ring on it? <laughs> Hilarious. Shout outs to all the trauma bonding couples out there. That's You're true, allowed to true. do that. It's a thing. And we're not mad at you for it. Not at all. Not at all. You do you. Uh, but to uh, kind of, you know, cover for Dave and replace him, we brought our, yes. uh, you know, friend of the show and, uh, you know, friend of mine. Uh, he is a writer, director, comedian, current host of uh, Thank You for Stopping By podcast on uh, Spotify and uh, Apple. You can what, what? catch that every week. Uh, he might have made, you, you, I don't know, he, he made a hood classic. I consider it a hood classic. It's up there with Bebe's kids. He <laughs> r- wrote and directed a hood classic of mine. Which is hoodwinked. Yes. And, and if you've seen this movie, you know so many jokes that are far beyond any child's brain, and most of them. Yeah. So, and welcome to the show, Corey Edwards. Hey. Corey, hey. Yeah. I'm already giving you guys two thumbs up for that introduction. Dude. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. People you still doing? remember hoodwinked, and that blows my mind. Like people that were kids, and now they're grown up, and they're still talking about it. Uh, I. So I work uh, for a company. We do the music for commercial spaces and like stores, restaurants and stuff like that. And one of the songs that I always wanted for like coffee shops and stuff is Red is Blue. Yeah. Because I thought it was like a perfect like red is like perfect coffee shop, relax, like melancholy, but also really nice song. And it was. Yeah. And it was album only for the whole time. And then oh. finally, I was given permission to get it for work. Oh, that's so great. I was like, and I added it to every playlist. And now kids <laughs> all over are listening to Red is Blue from Hoodwinked oh, because that's, that's where I heard brother, the song first. The song. So it was a big blast for him to uh, have Ben Folds record a song he wrote. So that's cool. That's so cool. <laughs> that is so cool. Awesome. Well, I'm glad to. Uh, I, you guys talk about all the stuff I love to talk about. So, yes. Get right into that. Before we get into uh, what have you've been up to i mean other than hoodwinked obviously what have i been up to there's that dry uh, bar special i believe that yeah that was I was giving a shout out to that um yeah i've been trying to get uh, for people that don't know dry bar comedy 
it's kind of a Netflix of clean comedy. So if you've got like kids in the house and you're like, you know, like it's hard sometimes to find like, you know, comedy that doesn't have a lot of uh, bad stuff for them. And, uh, <laughs> it's kind of a, it's been kind of a funnel, kind of a gathering place for a lot of clean comics, but the whole platform looks like Netflix. Like there, there's like a poster for every comedian's uh, special. And so you can kind of stroll, th scroll through all these little movie posters of all these different comics. And they really do a great job of like, you know, I help, you know, you pick your title of your special and they kind of give you your own kind of art direction and graphics for your poster. And so you can find me on there, drybarcomedy.com. Um, the title I came up with is Munchkin Cops. So you can <laughs> watch it, find out what that's all about. Um, but yeah, so it's like a half hour comedy and I shot it uh, several months ago and it just came out this month. And so oh. I'm very excited about it. Nice. It turned out good. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really that's good. like the big thing that I've been working that that came out. Everything else is like I'm kind of just working on things and pitching, pitching things, and I'm writing a couple of uh, scripts. You know, just kind of in the lab right now. Right. Otherwise, what's it like to? I mean, I've always loved the the behind the scenes stuff for film, television, stuff like that. Yeah, and weirdly enough, it all started with an interest in late night, and then realizing mm. that late night has a lot of like writers. Because when you're young, you watch late night, and you're just like, oh, it's just a guy who goes up, does a monologue, sits down. Then you, as you're older, and you find out, no, there's like a team of writers. And then I got super interested in the concept of like writing. I started following like writing for television podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah, and they all describe such different environments, but one thing that everyone seems to settle on is the writer's room is such a fun space. So what's it like? Because I've never actually, now that I realize it, never gotten to a chance to speak to someone who's sat in a writer's room working with people or... Yeah, well, I mean, I've been in some... I, I don't know that I've been in a traditional writer's room. I've been okay. in a couple of people like, like, will hash out story. Like, right, there's, right. You know what? I could I could talk about this. Um, there is an animated series that's coming out in a very unconventional way, but that was the writer's room that I was a part of. Mm -hmm. um, but it was a... It's, it's a the first season is six episodes and the next season is going to be seven. We're working on season two. And that was a writer's room environment. It's called the wing feather saga. Cool. So it's a series of four fantasy books that um, is kind of, I guess I'll say it's crowdfunded, but mm -hmm. it's angel studios. Um, and it's going to be a real interesting animated look. It kind of looks, it's 3d computer animation, but it's all kind of looks like brush strokes and paint. Oh, like oh cool. Stuff come to life. Um, but it's kind of like a, a Lord of the Rings, ish fantasy street. what like fantasy yeah yeah, yeah okay. and it's three kids who find out there's more to them than they thought and they're kind of chosen to do this great thing and go on this big journey and kind of like harry potter it starts kind of small in a small town uh it's in its own little world that this writer has created and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger so i've written three episodes of the second season but on the first season to answer your original question i was part of a story group where we spent a whole week in this house in Nashville, um, even though the books existed, you know, books are different than, you know, of course. just chopping that up into like these half hour cliffhanger episodes. Right. And so we kind of worked out and, and the, the author lives there. It was kind of a house that he's created for writers. It's kind of a writer's lab, <laughs> cool. but it was Love a, it. it was a room full of people that would, we would kind of argue over stuff, but we're, you're, I think to your original question, you're always arguing over the best for the yeah. show. So you're not arguing with each other. You're all like kind of looking at this one thing going, but how is that, how, how's that going to work? Cause that's got to be better than that. And that, that action scene needs to come earlier. And we actually had the author there, Andrew Peterson, who he would, oh. we would pitch to him and he'd sit in and he was the most chill guy. You, you think if you wrote a bunch of books over four or five years, 
that you would hold real tightly to the plot. But he was just like, yeah, that's okay. You could, uh, you can lose that character. I, I never really liked him anyway. <laughs> oh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, because that must be a very facet. Like, I imagine as he's sitting there, you're kind of unraveling the tapestry that he's made and, and then like restitching it differently. And it's just like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was like, there were only a couple of moments where he's like, you know, when I wrote the book, th this one thing, and it'd be like a small weird thing that was important to him. And so we're like, yeah, you know, we'll keep that. Um, yeah. Um, but it was, it's so what I have experienced is the story process, the broad strokes of like, we all came away with like outlines and mm. then we went away and wrote by ourselves. Mm. Um, so I don't know like that TV model where like everybody's sitting around, like we, I, what I understand is we did in a week with six episodes, like we broke down outlines for six episodes, uh, that typically you spend two weeks on one episode, like of a yeah. procedural, uh, which I just. I don't know that I could take that. Yeah. Like, I, I like to write alone. I like to go away and be alone and just write. But it was really helpful to know, here's the outline that everybody's agreed on. It's been really beaten up. Um, our, our executive producer knows the books almost better than the author. So he would email me, and say, make sure you get this, make sure you get this, cut this. And, and so once I was writing, I mean, I don't want to say, but it was like super easy. Like, <laughs> like, like, I love it. You know, it took days to write 30 pages. Okay. What we spent a whole week kind of deciding on, you know, arguing over what's going to happen. So I feel like wow. it, I feel like that's a like for any writer out there that's listening, though, if anything, you've given the idea that like a really good outline can really help the process of like writing a piece much quicker as oh, opposed yeah. to, you know, that's why sometimes when I hear about shows having Bibles, I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense that someone comes up with a development and a structure before you like here's the world start to build from what i've presented to you and yes you know i'm I, on my own screenplays i will really work like for weeks on an outline mm. and then i can very quickly write the screenplay even though it's 100 pages it just flies by because every day you sit down you just look at this one piece of the outline yeah these, these four bullet points you're like oh today i'm gonna write two or three pages that take place take care of these bullet points and oh, so you're cool. not really thinking about the whole okay. script you're not getting overwhelmed by it you're just like following your laundry list for the day that's great man yeah yo that's i a way to break it down yeah 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 <laughs> to anyone who's listening and is looking for advice on writing that all sounds fantastic because right i hear yeah 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 because yeah, <laughs> i definitely hear people talk about the writing process sometimes as this overbearing thing and and a lot of the little notes that i hear here and there uh, like this has been one of the best ones where it's just like work an outline, have a world, focus on the bullet point. And I guess if anything, also take the time to step away if you really just don't feel the inspiration or do you move on to the next bullet point sometimes? Yeah, I think that that's a good question. I don't I don't I'm not one of those writers that has to like sit under a tree and get inspired. Like I, mm. I, I've been trained now to write on command. So it doesn't matter how you feel on a day. You just you just start writing the, the the crappiest version of that scene. I mean, you start hitting the keys, and if you start hitting the keys, even if it's the bad version, you just start writing. It just kind yeah. of like oils the machine up, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. And you just start, and then you kind of go back, and and, and and the next day, you're always kind of rewriting the previous day. Like, oh yeah, I can I can tweak that, I can tweak that. And I've just found that just even mechanically making yourself write. I don't really believe in writer's block. Hmm. Um, I just feel like just just write the bad version. I've literally written like action scene goes here. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Like just get something down. Yeah. But 
most days something is going to go on the page and, and it good or bad. And, and, and you're just rewriting yourself anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but going in with a plan, that's not to say that if you have an outline that in the middle of the script, you discover things anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's the same with TV. You know, you can kind of call your executive producer and say, Hey, I know we said that we were going to do X, Y, Z here, but I'm in the middle of the script. And I just got like, these two characters have been talking to each other. Yeah. And it'll just happen. And so, you know, you, you leave room, room for discoveries. And as even the, the, the little bit of live action production I've done, you, you plan, you militantly go in with a plan that's really rigid. You know, that's the plan. Yeah. Then, uh, and then on the day when you're out shooting, you, you now can discover things with your actors or yeah. the location is different, mm-hmm. but at least you went in with a plan. So now you can subvert the plan, you know? I, yeah. Dude, thank you so much for that. Like I, I've never written anything. I, I, I have like, really random ideas for stories you know here or there and like and I, I write the characters and i write how they're related to each other and i'm like maybe i'll write something one day and then i so, sometimes i just really lose the inspiration because i'm like i'm not gonna write anything as good as like you know uh Tanahasi Coates or rick Rorden. like i'm like <laughs> like you know you start reading their stuff and you're just like how did you write about this kid who's and then you know, you look at Rick Warden's like the, the the Percy Jackson series, and it's like <laughs> this one, and then the son of this one, and There's then your like, volume. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. I can't I can't believe it? It's a I have lot. a pilot written, but I'm gonna have to go back now. <laughs> I would say I would say like with that kind of stuff, don't feel too bad because I mean, there's a lot of garbage that's been written. So <laughs> and and they're making money off of that garbage. So that's fair. Just that write anything. Fair. Just start writing. Fair. I would. That's what I would say. Just start writing. Don't don't edit yourself too much. Just because the, mm-hmm. the more you write, the more you learn how to write. It's just like, yeah. Doing? Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, thank you. I I you know what? I look forward to re revisiting my Icarus story that I that I've been. You should do gonna, it. It's gonna be a weird one, kids, because you've you've listened to this podcast, so you know I have a weird mind. Imagine if I write a character. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> you should do it. Weird is good. Yeah, that was, yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about, but I think weird <laughs> is good. Awesome, that's so cool. Uh, so D twenty three, huh? Yeah, Brian Lee. I I didn't. Okay, so I didn't follow all of it. Okay. I I got like the tidbits when people were like, "Oh, this was announced. This was announced." So I may have missed quite a bit. Um, didn't quite catch the Indiana Jones portion. So if anybody could fill me in, I didn't see the. I, I you know okay. So I know some people will be probably be upset if I say this, but I'm not. I I was an Indiana Jones fan because everyone around me was an Indiana Jones fan when I was a kid, and. The character is super cool, and I think Harrison does an amazing job with the character and the films, the action, the era. Like it, you know, those were like the movies of their time, you know. So for those reasons, I respect the movies, but I also don't think I necessarily need another Indiana Jones film. And I think that's one of the things that for me, like Lucasfilm, I'm so excited that you guys want to do new things, but the new thing is something you already own and you're bringing yeah, back. Use your other franchise. Why not me? Well, and then it's unfortunate. Like they lost one of them, the ch- children of uh, what's the children of bone, the the the, the young black oh, really? author. Yeah, they were they had the rights to that. They even announced it, if I'm not mistaken, at the last D like event. Yeah, and then yeah. you know Lucasfilm is doing this, 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 and it's going to be the first original IP for Lucasfilm. And then they lost it, and now it's over at Universal. And I oh, oh no. 
Yeah, I remember thinking that. Oh, I was like, guys, you let that slip through your fingers? That would have been so much fun for Lucasfilm slash Disney. So, just to go back to the Indiana Jones thing, <clears throat> I think the only thing I I noticed was they got Harrison Ford to come out, and he was actually like excited. Like, you, <laughs> this man has just been mm, just just angry yeah. a lot of the time. Like, <laughs> oh, I have to come back to do Han. Uh, and but like he was actually like emotional, like talking about Indy or something like that. So. I think if he's excited, I want to be excited too, you know? Yeah. Right. That intrigued me. Yeah. I'm kind of, I love Indiana Jones, but I am, I will speak sacrilege and say it's time to recast him. It's like, he can't, mm. he's 75 years old. Or I, old oh my God. I thought, I thought, I thought they're going to get Chris Pat to, to do the new one, but yeah. I guess that fell through. I thought, or that's not happening I anymore. That was a rumor, but they're like, he should be. I, I I always think they should get like really old Harrison Ford to to, to bookend a movie and go. Well, I remember when I went after that old relic, and then mm. you know like how they, yeah. did, how they did in Last Crusade, how like they had River <laughs> Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of reverse that that yeah. radio, and you can have Harrison Ford kind of like give a kiss goodbye to the you know, or or kind of endorse the new guy, and the new guy's the flashback. That's ninety percent of the movie. Um, but, but I'm also excited because at first I was like, oh, no Spielberg, but like, is it James Mangold? Like, he's like, he's like a good old fashioned mm. movie maker. He's like, yeah, when I saw Ford v Ferrari again recently. Oh, like, nice. It's like old school bare knuckle brawl kind of movie making. They don't do anymore. Mm -hmm. And Logan and like, I think he adds some fresh breath of uh, you know fresh breath of air to mm -hmm. to indiana jones and then i think they should just recast next it, i mean he did say at d23 he's like this is the last one <laughs> yeah, i hope so. like, no, goes, i'm not falling down for you guys anymore yeah <laughs> i don't blame him he shouldn't <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah at 75 i don't know if i would even like how much uh, this is this is where, where i feel like my buddy would say now you're what sorry i'm not gonna fall down now yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> This is where my buddy would say they backed up the money truck. That's essentially what it is. There's someone oh. somewhere backed up the money truck, and Harrison was just like, no, 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 no. Oh, that's a lot of money. <laughs> like, yeah. Like Crested like a Cloud. They just yeah. backed up a truck of money. I just took it. Did you guys see the behind the scenes about a year ago? There was a photo of him with, like, Toby Jones on location, and Harrison Ford had dots on his face, like like registration dots. So oh. Now kind of like de-age him and yeah. part of the movie. Oh. I'm very intrigued by that. Oh, God. Do you think that's what they're going to do for the whole movie? Well, I don't know. They Disney. When I saw Luke Skywalker in the last uh, in that Boba Fett episode, I was like, mm -hmm. they've cracked it, man. I, it doesn't yeah. look creepy at all. That I think they've cracked it. So, yeah. I'm interested. And it, did we discuss it here? The person who did that was the young kid who did the... When they did the first time at the end of Mandalorian... That, yeah. that this kid like redid it and everyone was just like oh wow this is way better and then and then he got a job <laughs> yeah he they hired that kid they're just like you know what yeah you did it better than us let's wow let's take him what on. you got <laughs> yeah <that's great. laughs> I, I wish i could yeah <laughs> i wish i knew yeah, computers well enough to do something like, like that i think disney's been doing that since tron legacy when you had oh, the yeah. young look, yeah he had uh Actor to play Tron and also um, Jeff Bridges. Jeff they young de aged them. And then they're just like, mm, come on, we could crack this code. Keep going, keep going. True. It's crazy when you look back at that Tron legacy, Jeff Bridges, and you're like, wow, we really have come far. I mean, Yo, like, that's my God. The Wait. one 
the one that messed me up was uh, Ant Man when you got to see Michael Douglas young. So I, my yeah. brain just like, oh my god, I'm a child and I'm watching Disclosure on VHS. <laughs> you should not have been watching Disclosure. Well, I mean, when pay per view keeps advertising it, you're curious. I yeah, want to yeah, see yeah. this movie. What is you're this right. about? You're right. You're I have right. no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> that is so crazy. Amazing. Uh, Avatar. Do we care? I want to care. I really uh, do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. I can't. I kind of no. want to, but man. <laughs> it's been a while, right? Like, what Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's been too long. And one of the major issues I had, it's not an issue with the film, but it was an issue surrounding the film. A lot of people kept saying when the film came out the first time, Oh, I don't know if I like it. And other and the person would ask you, "Did you see it in 3D?" It's just like, no. They're just like, oh, well, then that's why you have to see it in 3D. And I, I just remember thinking at the time, well, shouldn't the story be good enough that if I see mm-hmm. it in traditional or 3D, I still love the film? And the mm-hmm. 3D just adds this other element that's so fantastic. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's the thing. I didn't see it in 3D the first time, and was it just felt like another story like any old story of us hey indigenous community we're gonna kick you out to do the things we want to do on this land because we can make a profit and it's like well we've seen this story before <laughs> like <laughs> oh man i just wish the uh the MacGuffin material wasn't just called unobtainium. Like, <laughs> you're not even gonna try to make it sound you're like better. I forgot about that uh I, I, I'm embarrassed to say I saw it multiple times in the theater. I think I, I'm a James Cameron disciple, and like mm-hmm. I just love his execution of any story. So right. I'm yeah. kind of trusting in James Cameron that if he's willing to like multiple movies, I'm like, yeah. And I don't know, double down hard. The idea sounds a little like I'm not, I don't know how you can stretch this over multiple movies, but you know, James Cameron is the guy who, you know, people have doomsayed him before. Mm-hmm. Um, why would you make another Terminator mm-hmm. and Terminator? is like you know <laughs> yeah classic and then and then he made aliens like yeah. how do you prove on alien and then he made titanic and you're like we all know the boat sinks and it's <laughs> movie of all time so i and i kind of want to ride uh, for avatar i mean i i did go multiple times in the theater and it gave me that star wars feeling oh cool uh, but we've seen like one of my kids said well we kind of like we went going oh my gosh it looks so real it looks so amazing right now we've seen it all so now it is yeah. like you say it's it's what's the story i mean i just yeah i'm intrigued but you yeah. know trust in james cameron mm-hmm. and it's a lot of money because they're just, <laughs> that's the thing like we're that disney is trusting in him very very much because yeah like what is he, it? He, he he maybe he will fill up that money truck you've been talking about yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well because didn't didn't disney kind of put a pause on a lot of well not a lot but maybe some fox stuff that they had bought like oh we're yeah. gonna do this this is in the pipes we're gonna do this we're gonna and then disney bought a bunch of fox stuff, and you're like oh let's just stop all that but it didn't stop cameron they're just like yeah you keep doing you man we yeah. okay <laughs> we trust you we, oh man he's kind of on his own island yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he basically funded it himself. Like he doesn't. Really yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah the like, amount of times he went to go see the that go and see and fund the tech, the, the Titanic? excavation of the Titanic, or go yeah. and see what's going on with the ta- the new technology he made just for that. Didn't he just buy it straight up or something crazy <laughs> because he went so much? I don't know. Sounds like something he'd do. Oh yeah. 
I can, yeah. When I think about how much money he probably already has, it's like, do you even need to make another like continue another franchise? Like, He's still aren't you spending Terminator money? B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why is he so intrigued? Why does he want to go back? You know, why is he yeah? I guess same motion capture toys. There's got to be a reason. That's, That's why. fair. He's innovating. He's like, if I, wanna... I don't do it, no one else has time to do it. I got time. I want to believe the conspiracy theory that he found the aliens from the abyss. And that's why he kept going back to talk to them. (laughs) Please don't be true. I'm not. Man, James Cameron's just been hiding aliens this whole time. That is a whole other conversation. We're all looking to space. They're actually in the sea the whole time. (laughs) He was right. Cameron, you monster. You smart, smart, intelligent, wonderfully creative monster. You. Uh, Yeah. I mean, what else happened at D23? Little Mermaid. Yeah. From what AV Club is saying, it's the worst of it. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. I didn't see the trailer. Um, I, I saw the trailer. And at the end of it, I was pretty excited and happy. And I just did the most black thing I ever did. I yelled at the screen, you sing, girl. You sing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's weird, the dust up about... Um you know what race the little mermaid is going to be i i don't i don't know that it is a race thing i think it is that i think if she had red hair or something or like it's such a departure from it's like if you give captain kirk a mustache you know people would riot it's like (laughs) there's this iconic image people have in their minds yeah and i think being subverted so much but like i'm 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 up for seeing what what the movie's going to be you know but it's just so funny that they made like pinocchio and geppetto exactly like the movie yeah yeah and this one i i think they just need to be like this one we're going to try something different you know yeah because snow white's also going to be latina and like didn't know that but also here's a thought but didn't know that here's a thought you know these fictional characters oh you can't do that to people though because you know how yes i can i mean you can it's it's fictional it is fiction (laughs) like that's the thing like when i explain things like last week when we talked about elliot franklin the reason I said you shouldn't race Ben Elliot Franklin from the comic book for Marvel is because he has a storyline about being a black person, and you can't tell that story if you race Ben him. Ariel being white, <laughs> black, whatever, has no bearing on her story. It doesn't change her story. So that's where I'm just like, guys, you realize this is a mermaid. They already don't exist. So <laughs> you can make mermaids look however you want you know and how some mermaids and some stuff have scales on their faces right like you and know then, people and like, also black centaurs <laughs> <laughs> but also wendell go ahead well i was gonna say also the thing about ariel the the big important thing about her is that she can sing right that's the big mm-hmm. crux of the story is that she gives up her voice so she can have legs right and you want to make sure that the actress that's singing can sing, sing and yes you, and then you could bring her out to disney uh 23 you could bring her out to all the shows on abc and have her just belt out all those songs and everything like that yeah. that's like that's the crux that's the yeah, big super important part you. of ariel i mean yeah. regardless of what she looks like she has to sing because i mean if she doesn't sing then you got beauty and the beast and um, <laughs> you know yeah yeah true i love damn watson i like I yeah love her but man when i was just like oh she's trying so hard yeah that is a fantastic example and i and i was also telling uh my fiance that like 
the funny thing about the Little Mermaid, Disney Little Mermaid, is that she's a big, like, I guess the term would be like weeaboo, like like a weeb for humans. Okay. And somehow she has a statue of Prince Eric in her little collector's cave. And yeah. she's fawning over this statue of this prince. And I was like thinking like, that's really weird and awkward. And then I thought about it again. I was like, no, wait, why would they make a statue of anybody? Of course, it would make a statue of a prince. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, but you're also thinking like, wait, we're, wait, were, were they shipping this statue over there? Yeah, and, yeah, the, yeah. and the ship fell and she managed to like just drag that over to her. It's just took a collection. Prince Eric underwater that she's just funny. like collecting. Yeah. And, and the, you're right. Uh, Haley can sing. That's like, yeah. she is That's a, a big one. A, yeah, she is a, a Beyonce tapped singer. Like she has Beyonce's co-sign. Her and her sister were like discovered by Beyonce. So I, I I dare people to run around being like, "Well, this girl can't have the role to Beyonce." Like someone put that. That's my thing. I want Beyonce to come out and be like, uh, "Can you guys say that again and say mm -hmm. it with your chest?" Because I dare somebody to try and tell Beyonce that one of her prodigies that she is single-handedly selected as like hey this kid has the gift mm -hmm. uh you can tell that tell that to beyonce oh we don't think this person can do the job because they don't look the way we think Go i'd ahead. like to, i'd like to also add and people tend to forget but like ariel had mad sisters and they were all kinds of black yeah and latina <laughs> like even in the cartoon like right. they were blonde and brunette and i saw a black one or two yep. i was like wait so like King Trident got busy, so why yeah, are yeah, we? Yeah. I don't understand. He went international, right? <laughs> this, this one's Ariel. No, she's not. Oh, no, no, that's the second Ariel. The yeah, I was eighty nine. This is twenty two Ariel. <laughs> not a problem. I understand. If she didn't have red hair, I'd have a problem. I'd understand. If there was right. no flounder, I'd have a problem. Right. But... Are we getting understand. Sebastian? Yeah, we better. I would assume so. Remember when they said they weren't going to give us Raja? Yeah. And people went nuts and then yeah. they threw in Raja. <laughs> like, yeah, here, have your giant tiger. Fine, go. You got to have Sebastian. I got a question, though. You got to Sebastian. Corey, you worked on an animated project that, that kids love to this day. How would you feel if someone said they wanted to do a live-action hoodwinked? Oh, that'd be a trip. Yeah, I think we we I think that that went around Twitter once, and it was oh, cool. everybody guessing who would be cast and stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> who who would you cool. want cast in some of those roles? I don't know. I don't know. I have to think about that. Who's who's like a new young girl out there that would? I don't know. That's I have to think about. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I kind of want yeah, Patrick Warburton to still be the wolf, though. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> Hard to imagine. Yeah, yeah. Else, you got to bring back Exhibit too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to bring, yeah. Gotta bring back Exhibit. Yeah, he'd be he'd be good. Huh. I'm gonna look. I'm trying super to super good, of... especially now that he's like he, he's gotten older. Yeah, for sure. He's for sure like grizzled and such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he'd be good. Uh, young yeah. act. I'm gonna look up young actresses while you guys keep talking about these. Yeah, okay. I want to throw out some ideas. And Grant, and Grant, right. maybe I would stop Glenn Close be Granny. Yeah. Oh, wow! Give yeah. her a big beehive. She'd probably do it. <laughs> yeah, she's in. She's in her like. Uh, you know what? Let me just have some fun phase. She's like, yeah. Stop, stop nominating me for for Oscars. I don't need anymore. Stop it. I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna do. She she did the last. Um, 
what was it got what was it called again um oh my goodness mary poppins that was it yeah oh wow. yeah she did yeah she did mary poppins and oh, i was like yeah, was that's a fun glenn close was in that yeah she was the reverse like she was oh, i forgot what character she was but i was surprised that she was i was like oh shoot i didn't even expect her in this oh that's good um yeah she's always she seemed game for anything mm-hmm. yeah that's good we should uh, yeah i i, I kind of welcome other people's input on that like you know who do who do you think who do you think because i i can't even think right now we're gonna have to present I, that I, do, I will dreamcast things like when i'm on a road trip i'll just think to myself you know let's just dreamcast until, until they made the a team that was one of my favorites uh, i would like i like i'll dreamcast like gilligan's island the movie <laughs> oh day but it takes a while it takes like an mm. hour where you're like oh i forgot about that guy <laughs> yeah hold on uh i have one rachel roth no is that the character's name is that what's the actress's name you know what? I'm watching Only Murders in the Building. I'm finally catching up. Oh, I just finished it. Season two. Selena Great. Gomez might make a pretty good Red Riding Hood. She's got this like cherubic yeah. face. Mm. She does. I would <laughs> yeah. say it looks like she has, she, she has a baby's face. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's, she's pretty great in that show, too. Uh, I. Uh, how far are you? Did you watch season one and two? I'm uh, heading into the end of season one. I'm very late okay. to the game. Okay, yeah. Yeah, same for me. I literally finished season two today, and that's what I was going to talk about on the pod when we, we jump into View the Right Thing. But Tegan Croft. Tegan Croft yeah, is what you're thinking about. Tegan Croft. I was thinking of the young actress who just got tapped. Oh, well, not just tapped, but who's been playing Raven in the Titan series. Her name's Tegan Croft. Let me see if I can find a picture. Of oh, her. that's full circle, too, because the original voice for Red Riding Hood was Tara Strong. <gasps> oh, true. Oh, bo- and she did great. She did Raven's voice. Yeah, dude. That wow. was, yeah. And she does like she's a young actress. Like she I think she could really play the role. And I, I guess it also I'm typecasting her because I did picture her in the hood, but I just yeah. pictured the hood, the Raven Hood red. But like oh, I, I think... realized I want I want John Cena to play the woodsman. Oh, oh nice. He'd dude. kill that. That's so good. I was gonna say the rock, but I think it's John Cena. No, yeah. John Cena time, yeah. I like yeah. Cena's comedic timing. I think yeah. he has really good comedic timing. Yeah, he's got the chin for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, for the rock. Uh man, I I gotta say my favorite. So uh I don't drink coffee because I'm already a hyper person. And most of the time, whenever my friends ask me, like, well, what do you mean? And I'm just like, okay, have you ever seen Hoodwinked? Oh. And I'm like, you know when the squirrel goes on caffeine and starts to essentially vibrate on a different frequency <laughs> from all things? That's how I would be if I drank coffee. And I like that. And now I'm like, who would voice the squirrel? Because mm. I love that. Because you know who did voice the squirrel? Yes. Oh no way! Yeah. <laughs> but I would so. give it up to uh, I don't know Ben Schwartz. I don't know you, you got to up. You got to Schwartz speed it up. is good. Schwartz is good. Yeah, he does Aziz, a lot of these. I'm sorry. He'd be like, oh yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> oh uh, my god. Oh, these would kill that too. Wow. Okay. Those are oh. all yeah. Hey, so I'm liking this fan casting because I I know we said you, I know you said you wanted to take some time, but so far this has been pretty solid. Like yeah, like there's some pretty, like, you might want to make some calls. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you know, uh, it's like Batman says, or no, who is it? Harvey, Harvey Dent, you know, you, you either die the hero yeah. or you uh, stick around long enough to watch yourself get rebooted. <laughs> so so it's, been, it's been like 18 years. So it's like, if I just hang around long enough, like people still ask me about, about Hoodwink 3 or rebooting it. And I'm yeah. just like, it's not up to me, but mm. you know where to reach me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I honestly, Hoodwink's such a fun movie. I can we can we throw in John Mulaney in there somewhere? Ooh. Oh yes, <laughs> we, we could. Who would he be? Who uh uh the rabbit was played by Andy Dick, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. John Mulaney would be pretty funny for that. I or was he thinking... might you know he might be good as Bill Stork. Um, oh kinda, yeah, I, I would love that. Anthony Anderson was Bill Stork, and this was before he was a really big star. Yeah, and yeah. Down force of nature but i think that john mulaney as the one of the chiefs of police <laughs> yeah. or maybe, maybe nicky flippers he, he might do a different twist not not a british guy but just kind of a oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. A new york detective <laughs> oh yeah trying to get all the facts straight <laughs> that's you know, so people cool. keep accusing each other and say no uh, thank you i love you. i love mulaney yeah i really enjoy him uh yeah okay so we had so they 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 showed us ariel the world freaked out they showed us more andor yes more andor which yes i <laughs> i you know what i won't i'm not going to complain i want to see andor because i've and anyone who's watched the show before has heard me say no more jedis mm-hmm. don't want jedis yeah I, I want so this show is exactly what i've asked for so i'm just gonna say okay I, i'm gonna sit and wait because you're finally giving me the thing without jet, and I mean, no, like Mandalorian's great, but I still I still see Jedi's show up. I don't want like, any Jedi's. Yeah. Well, you're I not can't. gonna like their new series that they just announced, a series of shorts called t- t- Tales of. Oh of yeah, but Jedi. that's you know that's the Clone <laughs> Wars continuation, so that's fine. Go ahead. Oh, Jedi. is it? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think they showed uh, Mace Windu. Yeah, showing up and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's count uh, count what's Dooku's, but before he turns, and that's gonna be mm. one and. There's a whole bunch of stuff, and that I'm fine with. If you want, that would be limit, helpful. Yeah, that would it, be it, helpful because I felt like you went into episode two, and it's like, yeah, Dooku, uh, and I'm like, who is that who, guy? Yeah, <laughs> why do I hate this guy? Like, I, why? I watched, I watched Clone Wars. He doesn't really like. You don't see the rise of him or anything. It's just poof, and I'm like, but who's that guy? I don't know who that guy. Yeah, is. no, why the, do we the, hate him. <laughs> I, I even, I even think the trailer showed a little too much because the trailer already shows him acting a little Dooku esque and Mace Windu being like, homie. Can you slow down? Like we we've already beat these people. We don't need. To, well, hey, <laughs> and, like, and, and then that would I would think that would make more sense to why Mace Windu's like, nah, nah, Anakin's not one of us. No, no, yeah. we don't. We don't see you as a master. That, that would make more sense. He's like, I've yeah, seen this before. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because and, and that's one thing I felt like you know trailers reveal a lot these days, mm. and I know it's the the sense of getting people interested so i i understand the importance of that because it is competitive as hell to get people's attention it's mm-hmm. not even just what's on tv you also have podcasts you also have gaming like every industry Please. has so much con- yeah <laughs> it's a lot of content so i know that when it comes to a 30 second trailer you want people to be talking about this because 30 seconds they'll forget with the next two things they watch that they even watched a trailer but at this point, the the Dooku thing, like I genuinely feel like I've watched most of that episode, and it was 
a 30 second trailer <laughs> like wow. i got the sense of like his relationship with windu his relationship with uh, uh like wh- how he started getting really aggressive they play they, they show like a yoda character that i don't know if it's yoda i think it is but like them like already there's some sort of altercation and it's just like oh this was a trailer like I think I think the Yoda character was Yaddle. If I can get really is that cool. who it is? Mm. Shout out I to hope... Yaddle fans, the girl, yeah. the, the she Yoda. Dope. I hope so because I wasn't sure because it didn't look like Yoda. It's true. I'm I'm becoming less and less interested in the animated Star Wars stuff. I don't know why. Oh, I'm interesting. Getting, like I like the idea of the Bad Batch, but I, I right. just like. I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. I love Star Wars Rebels, but yeah. But when when you see live action Star Wars again, when you see that and those clips from Andor, I'm like, that's like Rogue One, the series. It feels, yeah. I hear what you mean about like less mystical Jedi, more bang bang shoot 'em up, yes, hurt stuff. Give me space cowboys, less space samurais. No so offense. Like the, no. So like the first half of um, A New Hope, you know, when they go and meet. Uh, right. a, um uh han Han's, in the in the in the bar and everything right. and he does the he shoots somebody and you're like oh shoot what's going on you know yeah and that and i feel like that's one of the things that most people enjoyed about the early star wars stuff like that that first scene is considered one of the most iconic scenes in all of star wars and like and then you took that scene and did way less and you went super mythical ghost people fighting with light swords and that's cool but spaceships all about the spaceship yeah 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 <laughs> and blowing up a planet over and over again yeah can we, yeah, can we yeah stop blowing up the planets please i mean there must be something else we could blow up no <laughs> Corey, i think your point was right rogue one and 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 definitely the sense of like this andor felt more rogue one than solo a star wars story and that's a very important difference too mm, yeah because- i haven't seen any shots of k2so and i hear he's in it Oh. Imperial robot, and my kids are just like, "Where is he?" Like, really <laughs> annoyed at no shots. And I think that Tony Gilroy, the I guess the showrunner or the writer, he's like, "Look, we can't, we can't have him at the beginning. This is the rise of rebellion. This right. is sneaking around, being very uh, secretive. Right, the, right. The moment the big old robot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think he's going to be in it, but we've got to wait a long time till we see oh. him. Yeah. That's Alan Tudyk, right? Who voice? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. I'm looking Alan forward Tudyk. to him. Uh, has anyone watched Resident Aliens? I, I feel like I just I watched a little bit of it. Okay. He got he got too creepy and too it got a little too mean for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love him. I think he's a perfect. Yeah. He, he gets to be super weird in it as we go. Oh. You know. Insanely weird, I, and like I think it, something I always say to my friends is the interesting aspect of the show is everyone just thinks he's someone on the spectrum. They don't think he's an alien, and it's like this is a really weird way for you guys to handle this. Like, oh yeah, this guy's <laughs> just on the spectrum. Like they don't say that, but they kind of just act like it, and they're just like, cool, cool, yeah. yeah. I love the premise. I might come back to it. I just some something about his. He was just a little too mean. You're not wrong. He is very rude and mean and and blunt. Like, but yeah. that the, that's the whole thing of like his character doesn't know social etiquette on Earth and and he does a good job at it because Alan Tudyk is such a kind. Like when you, when you think of him in Firefly, you're like, look, you're such a kind soul in that show, <laughs> and then to watch you be this blunt hammer of a human being. Yeah, he's a true chameleon. He really yeah. is. That's yeah. why I yeah. watch. Him. 
even when he's in like stuff that's not great. I remember he was in one of the Transformers movies as like someone's helper, Hans or something, and he was oh, yeah. still good. He yeah. was still good. He was just absurd, but you're just like, yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins was in a Transformers movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he was having so much fun. <laughs> he did not care. He was like, we. <laughs> just to hear Anthony Hopkins talk about Transformers. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where, have we, where, where have we landed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my uh, god. There was also Skeleton Crew, which is a That's new the one I was trying to think of the title. I can't yeah. wait. Young kids who get lost in the crazy Star Wars universe. Oh, okay. Oh, Jude Law, he's never been in the Star Wars uh it's right. Like Goonies adventure in Star Wars and John Watts, man. The, oh really? John Watts. Oh, okay, so I'm down. Cool. <laughs> I have seen nothing from it but one picture, and I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. You know what Ahsoka. that sounds well, go you know on. what that sounds like? It sounds like when you're whenever they had star wars books in the scholastic yeah. paper and it would always be like oh um han and um i think it was like twins it was like han and leia's kid oh yeah yeah they were uh, like they had the adventures together yeah the technopath yeah one of their kids was a technopath who could like send stuff through i listened to some of those audiobooks when i used to oh. uh when i was younger what were their names like jason oh. chase no it's uh no it was jason they made a figure of one of the of one of the kids it was uh okay i'm gonna extend the universe i don't know yeah hold on <laughs> on solo kids <laughs> thrown out of canon. that's all i know yeah it's it's they're legends now <laughs> jana yeah, legends universe jason okay. and jana jana but there was a third one isn't there a younger one Oh, that I don't know. Ah, damn. But it just sounds like kind of like that, like, you know, yeah. just kids getting the scrambles in yeah. that universe. You're like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised it's taken this long to put kids in a Star Wars adventure because it's such mm. a kid-like world. And I know that, I don't know, yeah, how much peril can you put kids in, but I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, true. <laughs> Quite excited. I mean, some of these 80s movies put kids in legit you're going to die peril so i mean i'm down for whatever because i like i feel like we can handle it again there was nothing wrong i i watched all those movies in the 80s and one never thought to try the crazy things they did at mm -hmm. least not to the extent where i would actually hurt myself and two they were just fun to watch and imagine myself in some of those cool adventures like not that i ever want to hang from a ferris wheel but Hanging from a Ferris wheel is and, and trying to fight off like your friends are fighting someone and you're just like, whoa, that looks crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. here's a fun fact. I just looked up this one movie that where I always saw the poster and I never wanted to see it. It's called Something Wicked This Way Comes. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was released in 1983 and weirdly produced by Walt Disney. <laughs> it's a horror nope. fantasy movie. It, it really dark, scary. Kind of EG phase where they were still. Okay. Three touchstone pictures. It's like they made the black oh. hole and they made yeah. something wicked this way comes. And it's like, what is happening to Disney? Yeah. This yeah. Is nuts. So, yeah, we could, our kids can handle Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Stop protecting the kids. Yeah. <laughs> have their wild 80s movies. There's no need. There's no need. Uh, they showed more Ahsoka stuff and they announced uh, yeah. who Ezra was going to be played by, which was uh, Iman is. Is Fandi? I totally ruined that name. I'm sorry. Oh, he's gonna have? be. He'll be playing Ezra Bridger. So hooray, we'll be getting some it's closure. It's not the kid crazy. from. Yeah, it's not the kid from Aladdin. Like a lot of people were hoping. It's like crazy to, to see the animated characters now coming into the flesh. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. I never thought that happened. It's yeah. true, right? Rebels is a fun show, but I didn't expect them to because like the way it ends, we hoped for more. Especially the way it ended, specifically where you kind of get the sense like, oh, there's definitely going to be adventures. I just didn't think it was we were going to see those adventures in live action. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that works out for you, Corey, because like you were saying, you're kind of hoping to see more live action. So it's kind of fun to have the the Disney be like and Lucasfilm be like, well, you know what? We did these a couple years ago. So some of the people that watch it might have watched it as kids, but now they're old enough. And then the adults who are watching it because they just love Star Wars stuff are willing to transition to the live action. So let's just do all of it live action again. Yeah, I feel like like as much as they, when Disney took over and they said, here's what's canon. And they Mm -hmm. said, okay, the animated shows, these shows are canon, but they felt like separate worlds. And now that we're seeing like, we're going to see a live action Ezra and all these other characters, it really kind of locks everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That's like, a great strategy. Live action Ahsoka, it just kind of, you know, it really blows my mind. It's like she's <laughs> kind of gone through this veil and now she it really has locked the, the universes together. Yeah. 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 Especially since the character didn't exist before. So there's a lot of sense of like, well, you guys have to figure out a way to make it make sense that this gray kind of Jedi, quote unquote, or like gray existed this whole time and didn't do anything. And it's like, okay, let's do that. We're going to explain it. And it's, it's a, again, a fun puzzle to watch Disney and Lucasfilm figure out how to do it without, again, unraveling everything and upsetting everyone. Like, the spaces right. are getting tighter and tighter. In right. this time. Yes, it's yes. New, new so tight. But yeah. I, I really want Ryan Johnson to do his trilogy where he was like, it's going to be way in the future. It's going to be brand new characters. And right. I'm gonna break free, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I look forward to that. I look forward to that stuff. Or even just, I'm still down for something that's super old. So old that it doesn't even affect. Pre-everything? Yeah, yeah. yeah, like the old Republic stuff, all those ga- like we they, they have a lot of that lore kind of es- like established, but not fleshed out in full detail. And it's like, guys, you have those blueprints and you've built up this stuff here. So you know you can like, this is point A and that's point Z. You have so many steps you can take and so many stories you can do on film and everything to kind of get closer to that without even actually getting to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you were doing the history of the world and you where's sorry. the uh, Star Trek next generation of Star Wars, like let's leap ahead 100, 200 yeah. years. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Start over. Yeah. True. I mean, we wouldn't I, I would love it either way. It, As a Star Wars fan, you it, just want to see it. It, it. it makes me like smile to think that in like say 20 30 years there's going to be kids that grew up on like the ahsoka live show and they're only going to know like <laughs> mandalorian and whatever else live stuff they put out and then say someone mentions like oh well no you're going to have to go back to like okay they're going to ask the kid like oh well you're going to have to go back to like star wars rebels which came out in like 2000 whatever and it's just, it's nuts because as a kid, I was growing up and during our lunch breaks when it was raining outside, they play like Star Wars, but then you would know like huh. Luke, Leia, Han, Chewbacca, and you're like, okay, fine. But then you they wouldn't mention any of like the other lore. No one was talking about the Ewoks cartoon. No one was talking about the droids yeah. cartoon or anything like that. So it's just it's gonna be very weird to see kids deal with only live action and not really realize of the animated stuff that came before it, which is imagine if this was the entire strategy here. We're going to build up these new characters, but we're just going to cheap out, not cheap out, but just make it less expensive for us. Do it in animation. 
and just build them up to live character status. So the, yeah, mm. you can almost like test drive a live right. character. Like, who's worthy of, yeah. of a live action? Who was the uh, the um? They just introduced him in uh, Boba Fett's show. Uh, which the 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 Wookie or who, who are you talking about? Not the Wookie. Well, the Wookie him too, but then the also the uh, the other uh, mercenary. Cad Bane. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, they they built him up nicely over not time. Dead yet. I, I was really bummed that they shot him, but uh, I hope he's right. not dead. No, I don't think <laughs> he's got a super cool looking character. Wow. They did so good with Cad Bane. Cool. So good. Wow. It's like it's like don't do another Darth Maul where you give me this really great oh. <laughs> kill him off. No, we need we need years of this guy before we finally kill him. Come on, Cad Bane's gonna be around for a little bit. Yeah, well, I, I know hope. I know with Darth Maul, didn't they do something in one of the animated shows? Where yeah, they, I mean, they, they have did that whole thing, but it's like yeah, I know what you mean. Robot legs and uh, you yeah, know, I hate that, but. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't a big fan. Solo with robot legs and a hologram. So my, the moment Solo ended, my my son he turns to me and goes, "Robot legs, guess it's canon." And I was like, "Ah!" <laughs> if you're gonna make him dead, make him dead. If you're gonna cut yeah. him in half, falls down a shaft, mm -hmm. just make him dead. But I wish I wish they hadn't have. I, I wish he was hard to kill for like right. three movies, and then you finally kill him. You know, like yeah. that feels more like, you know. Yeah, it's like no. Vader. Vader was hard to take mm -hmm. down. The Emperor was hard to take down. It was like you felt like you felt like a decade of waiting for him to die. Right, right. I do agree because I remember like I told the guys this before when I went to go see. I saw uh, episode one twice. So once here in Montreal and once in Trinidad. So Trinidad oh, wow. they have it like like it's just everyone's cheering in the crowd and everything. So when Darth Maul came out and the first lightsaber battle happens. Everyone's going crazy. And when they have the big duel of fates and he pulls out the first one, I was like, oh, and he pulls out the second one. Everyone's losing their mind. It's the first time they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, and then was really on. And then, you know, Qui-Gon gets killed. And they're like, no, no. And everyone's like getting super pissed. And you're seeing like, um, what was it? Uh, oh, no, I'm losing the momentum. <laughs> Obi. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan, I think he was pissed. And then he's like, no, I have to. Focus, yeah. calm down. He starts meditating, and then the fight happens, picks up again, and they start going at it. And then when he finally wins, the whole crowd just goes crazy. And so that's like, you know, I find you always need moments like that where the crowd just gets super into it, you know. And, and I think the only the last time I experienced it here, not in a um a movie uh like a movie um like a cinema kind of like Atmosphere. film festival kind of thing was uh the avengers the avengers um endgame oh, and yeah. uh and everyone's just going crazy because everyone's coming back and he says on my on your left and you're like oh my god Falcon's oh. back and then all the rings open up and everyone's just super happy goosebumps like uh <laughs> every once in a while i go on youtube or it'll pop up on my social media that that particular somebody how like grabbed the, the audio of an opening night crowd mm -hmm. when the camera rises up and flies into calf's hand <laughs> you just hear the crowd while you're watching the clip. I'll watch yeah. it every once in a while and get goosebumps. Like there's nothing like that. Nothing. It was great. I've so always good. I've also heard that with uh Bollywood movies and other in uh, other movies from Southeast Asia, like people go nuts. Like I think the most recent one was RRR. Oh yeah. I can R with you and guys RRR. They were showing like they only show like, oh, you know, this is gonna come out, and they were showing a trailer, and the trailer had a little bit of one of the dance songs called Natu Natu, 
and then people just memorize the choreography for choreography for that and when the movie came out you saw people like on top of like where the screen is they're doing like they're partnering up and they're doing the dance they're doing the dance in the aisles just people just going nuts that's amazing it's a different experience man i'm like <laughs> i, I kind of want to go i want to go <laughs> oh. and lastly we're getting into the marvel portion of i mean marvel didn't really announce anything new they showed a few trailers uh they announced that I'm happy about this for Captain America New World Order. We are getting some a bit of a continue continuation from the Incredible Hulk. So we have the same actor who played the leader in, in the Incredible Hulk. He's oh, returning okay. to be the main villain for Captain America New World Order. Very happy. So happy. As a cat fan here, that's just like my bread and butter. <laughs> uh Thunderbolts, we got the cast of the Thunderbolts, which is a big thing for me. Yeah. So finding out exactly who the Thunderbolts are. Me too. I mean, I'm happy they went the way they went. I thought Baron Zemo would be included, but we'll see. I don't know. I'm but the premise was he's the guy that rounds them all up, but they didn't talk about him at all. Nope, not at all. Maybe not we all. got over Zemoed with uh the Falcon and Winter Soldier series. We got a lot of Zemo. We did. Kind of goofy in it. He's like dancing in the game club. <laughs> and, yeah, with him, and you know, maybe, that's true. It took away his seriousness, so it kind of sure. softened uh, the the edges to him. <laughs> yeah, you can't really throw him into an anti-hero team when he's dancing in a club like this now. I don't know. <laughs> but, I, but I thought Thunderbolts might be a lot of characters that were like brand new, like pulled from comics and stuff that were villains that maybe the, the 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 fans knew. But it was cool that. Every single one of those people we have been introduced to, we can yes. thread through the other. And I thought that, wow, that's great. We we get ghost. We get yeah. Glad uh, uh, is it called mimic? What was a what do they call uh, that metal faced? Oh, taskmaster. 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 I, I thought that was such a cool idea for a character, and yeah. I was sorry to see. I thought that was the end of that character. So. So did I too. After what with what happened, maybe it's a different person underneath and the guys. But my my two boys love uh, Red Guardian. Uh, I got yeah. a 15, 13 year old, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, I'm so glad he's back. He's so funny and he's so fun." <laughs> yeah, Red Guardian's um, for sure he, comedic relief. Uh, yeah, he's nice. And and Yelena, there's something about uh, Florence Pugh's uh, just that she's a little bit funny, but a little bit badass. And and um, yeah, I was I was afraid when she came in in Haw the Hawkeye series. I was like. Oh, I hope this is that all they're gonna do with her? They saved her for this, but now I wanna I want a feature film with her, just like. No, well, she's gonna let loose. She'll be around for a while. U.S. agent. I'm kind of happy he's back for for at least yeah. this. Uh, mm -hmm. Bucky. Hey, we're doing something with Bucky. Good. Mm. This is good. Yeah. This is good for Mister <laughs> Bucky Barnes. I'm happy for that. Uh, I don't think he'll have a problem. The movie seems like it'll be good, and I feel like they're gonna introduce more characters. Like I think like this is just like the gist of it, but Abomination's gonna be in there somewhere and someone else. Like they're it'll be fine. Yeah. I'm not worried about that film at all. Uh Loki's Werewolf by Night. Can we talk about Werewolf by Night? Oh, that looks creepy. That looks I'm, I'm confused by this in the sense of I I was like looking at it. I didn't know if it was based on a comic book or anything, or if it's literally based on the werewolf game that you play with your friends and you're trying to guess who you know. That's what I thought where they were going with it. And I was like, is that what it is? No, it's like a, a choose your own adventure kind of show or it's something. Based on the character Werewolf okay. by Night, who's like a Marvel like 
anti-hero hero hero, i'm not sure um but he kind of lies more in like the kind of horror realm and like sci-fi fantasy him man thing who they also Mm. showed in the trailer but i feel like this is gonna have a lot to do with like the tva and like those time like the time police that were in loki like you see a lot of them running around and trying to like apprehend the werewolf and man thing so i'm elsa bloodstones in it and i feel like from the premise of the trailer, it seems like a lot of different like monster hunters are like are gathered for this evening, and essentially whoever they kind of win the chance to either take on the werewolf or try to subdue him. And Elsa Bloodstone's featured in it, and I'm all kinds of happy. That's, that's so, just, so no blade. Much darker than any Marvel thing, even the Doctor Strange stuff. Truly horror, yeah, uh, edged. And and my big thing was, didn't I hear that Michael Caccino is directing? I believe so. I'll have to Google that. As a composer, I'm like, well, that's an interesting uh, (laughs) change. But that intrigued me. Like, what is it about this project that made him finally want to do that? I don't know. And I guess it's going to be in black and white, right? From what I I saw, it was just straight black and white. And I'm like, oh, okay. Here we go. Bold (laughs) move. Very bold move. Yes, uh, Michael Caccino is directing it. And it's going to be written by Peter Cameron and Heather Quinn. Yeah, starring Gail Garcia, uh, Garcia Bernal. It's yeah, it's gonna be a special dropping October seventh. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be good. You were saying it that there was other soundtrack too. Oh. You were saying that there's other monster hunters in it, but no, no Blade. No Blade. I I I feel like I don't know what time this is set in. Like, okay. They don't indicate that at all. And all right, because I'm seeing the TVA, I'm just like, oh, I, who knows? Yeah, who knows when this is taking right. place? true it's in a dimension with absence of color so everything's in black and white (laughs) oh yeah i like when they said that in the 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 marvel had like mini interviews and michael was just like by the way it's in black and white nothing's wrong with your tvs and i was like (laughs) (laughs) okay thanks (laughs) well it's crazy that they have to do stuff like that remember when there's that silence in that star wars film and people thought it was the film yeah, yeah. The audio went. To, yeah, they had to put up signs being like, "There is a moment of silence in the film that is intentional. Do not worry." And I was like, I remember seeing that sign and being like, "Well, I, you know, thanks for ruining. I don't know when that comes, but I kind of just wanted things to happen. Don't tell me." You guys already talked about Thunderbolt, eh? We yeah. talked yeah. about it, br- yeah. yeah, briefly, but we talked. You about You mentioned the abominations definitely going to be there. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so like, abomination that's, that's has to be thing. there. That doesn't make any sense. Like, if he's not there, I'll be like, yeah, 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 what are we doing? He's for sure going to be in there. They're just not letting you know because we don't know the ending of She-Hulk yet. So right. Like, I, th- I agree. I think that's one of the reasons. Just be like, abominations there. I, th- <laughs> I think yeah. one of the things I I wish we got with that was shown in the Incredible Hulk movie was mm-hmm. when Blomsky was fighting uh, Hulk. Yeah. Um, when he had the super soldier serum in him and he was like flipping around and doing all this crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. And we just never got that again. And I'm like, no, that was so cool. Do it again. Because oh, Hulk shattered his body after you kicked him into a tree. I remember that. Well, yeah, but he didn't kick him for like, you know, like five, 10, five, 20 yeah. seconds. And it was so amazing to look and at all that. That gymnastics. was the closest to the super soldier serum that we had seen at that point, other than. Actually, no, wasn't that because we hadn't seen Cap yet, right? He's no. not. No, he's no, not. He, he didn't it. show up at that point. Right. So that's kind of like the first time we see someone with a successful super soldier serum. Now that yeah. we so think cool. about it, mm-hmm. 
Huh, yep. that's crazy. And we never right. had Cap fight Hulk. And right, have that yeah. happen again. Because it's just like, nah, no, they're going to be separated. We're not going to do that. Yeah. Man, I never thought about that. That's true. I think that's kind of cool. Because that, that crux has been such a major part. Like the Earth 1610, Brian Michael Bendis, Mm. ultimate universe stuff yeah that was the whole thing right like every aspect of that universe is someone who's trying to recreate the super soldier serum and that's that was like the genesis of all aspects of the story so it's interesting to see in the mcu one of the first times we got to see it was again someone trying to create the super soldier serum and successfully making one but still getting their ass beat by the hulk so they're like <laughs> give me more juice <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, I didn't see this, but I will get to this as to why this is a thing. But lastly, what did you think of the Secret Invasion trailer, Brian? I, I loved it. I, I that is, it. Yeah. That, I, I that got is excited. Pure spy level. Like, what do they call them? The Caps and uh, Glad... Like, what is, what's the, the jokey nickname they have for the people that do the spy stuff? Because Captain America always hides with the cap and shades. <laughs> so they called them like the cap and shade movies or something but mm. that this is like it, it's one like um captain america winter soldier is yep. such a fantastic film and this is the closest i feel i've ever seen to them getting back to that feeling of like pure spy but set in the mcu mm-hmm. yeah fury's looking real grisly oh yeah and um it I wasn't excited for that series when they announced it. Yeah. I put it in a box in my mind of like TV series or streaming series. And right. it, it looks like a movie. Like, I don't know what the yeah. budget is for these things, but it, it looks like a movie. It looks yeah. huge. Yeah. Corey, what's your thoughts on that? When some people say there's no such thing as a six hour movie, you're making a TV show. What do you like when people throw it's that a out? weird it's a weird middle ground it's mm. a weird it's like when I was a kid I remember mini series that would come out like mm. um, fair point roots or the thorn birds or uh, yeah. uh, uh whatever the day after it was like a two night event it was four hours Shogun. yeah Shogun. um so I barely remember this as a kid but this is a cool kind of format where it's like you can get a movie started do something for six hours yeah yeah episodes you could never get these people for 24 episodes but but then some of these streaming series where it's like you got six or eight episodes it's like ah, you could have done this in a two-hour yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fair like, that's fair you know like uh, some just some of these i'm not even pinpointing one i'm not gonna pick on one in specifics but like there'll be a whole scene that's like 10 minutes long that if it was in a movie, it would be like a one minute thing yeah. that lets you know the same amount of information. And and movies have a momentum that they just kind of really relax in these six and eight hour, uh, eight hour. Yeah. But I, I don't know if you can call that a, a six hour movie. Right. 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 But what, what are we in the, the fifth act of a five act? Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 I, you know, so I think there are these rise and falls in each episode of like you, yeah. you have climaxes, you have cliffhangers. Um, but I'm loving it. I mean, I'm, lo- I'm loving that we're we're in kind of a golden age where, wow, we get six hours of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. We, get, we get, you know, we get a lot more time with these characters. Yeah. And I don't know how long this streaming thing will will last or whether it's going to. Um, evolve into something else because hmm. we're seeing some of these like 
Paramount Plus is like just burning money. Uh, <laughs> Warner Brothers is doing crazy stuff. And they're dumping stuff left and right. So I think we might be at the end of like an era really soon of like everybody's. I, I just thought, well, this is the future. Everybody's got a streaming service. But these streamers have given us kind of this format that I don't know if we go back to traditional 24 episode television. Um, what they're going to do with these in the future. You'll just yeah. buy, buy a box set of this like giant six hour thing. <laughs> I, I'm so happy you mentioned Paramount Plus because I watched um, what's the movie that I watched today? Uh, oh man, it, it was so bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, Out of Office. This comedy from Paramount Plus, Out of Office, Ken Jung, Leslie Jones, Jason Alexander, oh, Terry O'Terry. Jay Farrow, like this insanely stacked cast. And you can see that they wrote this almost as if it was an SNL sketch. And it it starts Mm. off so solid as this SNL-esque, like it's a company and it's all the employees are online at the same time because it's a a company that does chat uh, customer service for people. And their boss wants them to stay on in a group chat on video the whole day while they're answering questions because he knows that if he's not watching them, they won't work. And that's Ken Jung's character. And the beginning of it is funny because the interactions are silly. They, you know, Jason Alexander is the dad who cares about his daughter, all this kind of like silly stuff. And you're like, ha ha ha. And then it just gets to the middle act where you're like, oh, you guys ran out of stuff to do in the context of the joke you wrote and now you're just kind of like okay just throw in a bunch of other scenes to try and land this thing and then i watched it and i was like oh no why (laughs) paramount like (laughs) that sounds like the bubble which was on netflix the judd apatow comedy oh yeah yes yes like wow you can just kind of make 90 minutes of anything i guess (laughs) that is a perfect example of a movie it's similar to yes happens then another thing happens then another thing and now it's like it doesn't feel like there was yeah middle and end and and stakes and you you didn't really feel like it was a movie it was just like a series of funny scenes but uh, right right yeah man and 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 yeah so when you mentioned paramount plus kind of burning money it's just like i'm just thinking like how expensive was it to make a movie with that many people those that many names and then you put it on your streamer and I'm like, yeah, those are big names. But if the reviews get out and people realize the second and third act of that film completely falls apart, it's like, well, why would I subscribe to your service to see this one movie that doesn't stick the landing? Right. And there's so many streamers now. Like, yeah. we can't all subscribe. I'm not going to subscribe. I've picked three. Two, one of them I'm getting free with my T-Mobile bill. Right. Yeah. Another one I'm getting free with my AT&T wireless. Like, I, yeah. I got free right now. I'm like, who? What do you say, Disney Plus? Like, right? I'm, yeah, I'm gonna pick one, and so people are gonna some of them. These are gonna crash real soon. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh man, when we, I really like when they start falling, I would love you to come back on to discuss because I've been saying the streaming wars is not sustainable. There's no format in which it can just. And I, one of the reasons I think Amazon will continue to trudge along is they're smart because they bundled it with their main surface so if you have prime and you're paying a hundred bucks a year 
by the way, guys, we have this streaming service that has a whole bunch of little TV shows. Streaming service. We got the the music and we yeah. got the, the Audible. We got just yeah, yeah we got all this stuff. Bucks and we're just gonna <laughs> toss a bunch of plates in front of you and you need a little sample. Just enjoy what you're eating. It's like how are you competing with any like when Netflix did their deal with um Oh, no, sorry. It wasn't Netflix. Hulu and Spotify at one point had a deal yeah. where they were doing a bundle. And I remember thinking, like, okay, bundling. This might be the way that you guys can survive and, like, take steps to outdo your competitors. And then that fell apart because Disney ends up buying stuff and Hulu is now over there. But, like, if, if you're not bundling stuff together, I don't see – like, you're saying – you know, you get it for free with this one service. You get it for free with that other service. If they're not going to start offering the streamers for free with other things, I don't see people wanting to to just pay for all of them. It's impossible. Yeah. Right. Very expensive. Yeah. Incredibly expensive. Uh, do we want to get into view the right thing real quick? I feel like I talk. I already spoke about the crap of out of office, so I'm, I feel bad. If... <laughs> That's true. Um, I will follow up with House of Dragons or the House of the Dragons because I had no idea it was that long, and I just yeah. informed Brian that there was that many these in the title of that show. Um, <laughs> so far, I'm on episode three. And... Oh, you didn't even get to the wildest one then. See, so okay, people are talking about episode four yeah. and all this. <laughs> crazy incestuous underage and i'm gonna say hey that's game of thrones you signed up for it this is what mm. you're gonna get right. and they know they can get away with it so they're gonna keep doing that kind of stuff i think it's weird i hope it wasn't between the uncle and the niece because just let's i hope not i already think that relationship is super weird and how he could be on a killing spree and she's gonna be like hey unk you ain't gonna do that just give me back that their egg and he's I, hey so we'll see we'll see um <laughs> so far i like the show can it go downhill really fast? I don't know. A lot of <laughs> a lot of turmoil is happening in the king. Is it what's the current king's name? Uh, it, I, I, I don't know. No, it's, it's not Aegon. It starts with a V, I think. But oh, this vice. Oh, yeah. I, I hold on. I'll look we'll, it up. I'll let you we'll call him the weak king. Okay. So far in the weak king's reign, I'm, I'm not really appreciative of the amount of war that he's going through, and. I, I, so I feel like he's almost done, and then Aegon's going to come up, and there's going to be a lot of... I just want some happiness with these dragons before we get to all the bloodshed. <laughs> Too much bloodshed. Let's just calm it down a bit. Wait, you Welcome want... the Game of Thrones. Yeah, I was going to say! <laughs> yes! So you, you just first, said people first need to be prepared for incestuous stories, which you're like, hey, that's Game of Thrones, you deal with it. But a show that's literally about empires... No, but the, and falling, just, you're like, I won't want the, the happy Tigerian Empire with all the dragons. I'm cool with that, but if they start infighting, it's just it's just gets like, to the point where like there's somebody you like, hey, a character you like, and then he's dead the next week. I just I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna but happen. the first episode of Game of Thrones, they literally shove a kid out a yeah. window. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> also they also take care of nine, you know, direwolf pups, and then you see those wolves grow. That's the kind and of really did not survive, before. but yeah, <laughs> not all of them survive. I mean, some of them survive. Is it the yeah, first that's episode? what I mean. Not survive because nature's harsh that way. Yeah. So the first episode, yes, you got nine pups, but the episode literally ends with incestuous sex and a kid tossed out a window. Skinny. I feel like they tried to set the tone pretty early on. Like, here's some cuteness for a minute. Like, they were pretty much telling you, like, we're here's a little here's a little trick. 
you know, look at this, look at this, it's so cute, you like it. And then they ended it with like, no, this is what it's really gonna be. No, they were like, Oh yeah, this is HBO. Hold on a second, some horrendous yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not the same formula so far has been going on with House Dragon. It so far has just been like, Oh, well, we could either save the kid or uh, and he's like, All right, save the kid, and the both they both go. So I've been so I had to turn things. away from watching that scene though. For oh, anyone for sure who didn't watch it. Talking about. I wasn't watching a C-section live on TV. Yeah, like <laughs> a medieval C-section and and like to anyone who watched that scene if you could stomach it, you're way stronger than me cuz yeah, I was that's... not going to survive watching a medieval C-section. That was Ooh. intense. Yeah. A and medieval the... C-section and then and for you to Sorry. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but the boys, I feel like I'm prepared for it because when I watch that show, it's like, yeah, you guys are doing insane, ridiculous stuff. Like too far. I don't know. I love <laughs> a lot of it, but the boys goes too far, and you know it's gonna go too far. Game of yeah. Thrones tries to outdo itself. Yeah. yeah. So the boys out the gate is just like bam, and you might not get something as crazy. Whereas Game of Thrones. You... Is- yeah, I raise you Metalocalypse. Ooh, no. <laughs> no. Never Metalocalypse. <laughs> Cannot do that one. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, and I mean, lastly, um, September fifteenth. So tomorrow, it's a sad, sad realization. But the final season of Atlanta starts. Mm. Yeah. And ah. I'm gonna be sad, but if we're getting what fifteen episodes, I think. Or I, I don't oh, know. damn! Really? It's that I, many? I think. I don't mm. quote me on that. It could be just ten, but. We'll see where they go with the season because I thoroughly enjoyed season three. So I did too. I think my only thing with the last season was I wish they had done the anthology episodes as one thing and did the season. Like I could, love the, the anthology, anthology could have been a whole other season. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, like I actually, I actually. Sorry, Corey. I want to get back to the characters. I want to know what's happening with them. Yeah, yeah. Like I would have been down for the anthology season to be like, hey, this is Atlanta anthologies, and then they just did. Right. Like a separate season. Because, yo, everyone gets a spinoff. Why can't Atlanta? <laughs> you want to take time off, Gambino? Sure, homie. Let them take your title, your IP, and make that money. Because they were really good episodes. That's true. Yeah. I feel like they tied it in with the... Okay, if you saw the ending and like, yes. the end credit scene. So they tied in the anthology and that, like, Ed... Got, what's his name? Er, Earl, sorry. Er, yeah. Or yes, and then with e- and then they kind of tie them together, so that's cool. If that continues, I'm happy. If it doesn't, eh, I'm a little sad because it left you with this like really creepy, creepy vibe. Like oh, they God. zoomed in on on that photo so much for you to realize this is like he's related to Ern. But I also thought like something's gonna happen. It's Atlanta. Something creepy always happens. There's always like a horror undertone in Atlanta somewhere. Yeah. So I was just waiting for someone to just like a demon face to show up. Something. But nothing happened. So we'll uh, it says here that it's going to be 10 episodes 10. on IMDb. I can do 10. I can deal with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're getting two episodes tomorrow. Okay. Oh, so if you guys are listening to this afterwards, if if the first episode tops three slaps, I'll be surprised. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. three slaps was probably one of the biggest, like not big, but to, for a show to come back after such a long hiatus, that was probably yeah. like the wildest episode to begin with. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll that's see. fair. That's fair. So Atlanta, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see. It. Yeah, Super Corey, excited. I dare I ask, what is your favorite show on television these days? I don't know what my favorite show is. Um, 
I know it's cruel to ask people who work in like film and so like because there's so many things that you're working on and you have your own ideas and then you watch stuff and but it, I I I always wonder like what are you watching? Right. Well, I'm I'm giving Rings of Power a shot. I don't. Okay. Really, I'm not like a hardcore Lord of the Rings fan. I'm an appreciator of it. Same. Um. Yeah. So I'm like in halfway through the third episode and I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying. Okay. It. Yeah. Um. Boy, they, you know, Peter Jackson is somewhere going, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks like the movies, like it's That's expensive and it looks beautiful. And um. because yeah. have you been hearing some of the comments people have been making? It's like, oh, this doesn't feel like Lord of the Rings. And I'm like, I'm watching this and this feels exactly like Lord of the Rings to me. Am I missing something? Yeah, I'm just like, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Um, And like I said, I'm I'm way late to the game on only murders in the building, but I'm. Yeah almost to the end of the first season and and i understand all the hype now yeah uh, right? just, uh it's not filling the ted lasso hole in my heart but yes um so i'm waiting on ted lasso i think to to be my favorite show again yeah that last season looks like it's gonna be cool i don't know what else i don't know what else have you watched the show i have a cartoon show on my on the tip of my tongue uh a recent one i yeah i i don't know i don't really have one right now oh okay i looked at my kids uh to, to, and, and I'm looking forward to Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is gone. Oh yeah, yeah. It's back. Yeah. Out, and I just haven't started it. Um, but <laughs> that thing is nuts. Yeah, part is gone. Um, so I just want to see where they go. I like that they've they've kind of thrown the idea of like, you know what? We're gonna weave a story together, but we're gonna figure out ways to just have kids beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> no, yep. And like, not even like little fights you have children doing full-on high choreographed major <laughs> fight scenes like the one in the house where people were being thrown through like dude that was so impressive to the watch. riot in high school yeah like, like people being thrown over yeah. stairwells and, yeah. and then you stop to think about it this is all about karate and what are the stakes I, that, that one karate club will be better than another karate club? Geez. The stakes are so low, but I don't know. I'm just into it, you know, the yeah. rock and roll and the the, the eagle t-shirts they're putting on. You know, like it's 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 kind of really embracing what it is. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm into seeing where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, kudos to Netflix. That's one of the few times where picking up a show afterwards, like that was a YouTube original, which yeah. What a crazy thing to say, YouTube original, but shout out to Impulse. Good show if ever people need another one. RIP Impulse. Yeah. But yeah, YouTube originals, they were just like, hey, yeah, we're going to continue this Cobra Kai thing because people really seem to like those. That for, I think what they had done one season? Are the I other think it was one season. Yeah, they had only done one season, right? Okay. And then yeah. every other season has been a Netflix original. Yeah, yeah that's impressive. That, that was impressive. Right. And I'm, and I'm still hanging on to She Hulk. Um, yeah. I think fun to have a funny marvel series um actual comedy too people need yeah. to remember that <laughs> i'm in it I'm, I'm ready to see where it goes daredevil's supposed to show up any any moment now too because last episode for sure last episode you wow. think only last because people said he's supposed to show up in five episodes <laughs> we're at, at well, okay so that means he'd be from now until the end yeah yeah that's unlikely you're right yeah i don't think he shows up for that many episodes that's fair no maybe two maybe just the end credits of one Oh, <laughs> be like see you in 2024 for born yeah, again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was one of the things that they talked about at d23 yeah the born born again and the whole cast came out right and mm -hmm. they talked about echo and uh what's the other one echo 
Born Again. That's it, right? Those are, those are two that are yeah, the other connected. Two that are connected. Yep. Loki 2. Loki yeah. Loki 2. yeah. So much Marvel. I'm so excited. I don't see how people people are saying, oh, the MCU's done. I, no. Yeah, it's not done. <laughs> no. They've what they've done is that they just kind of weaned out like the casuals, and now all the guys, the fanboys, are just there like, okay, so what are you gonna do? <laughs> Give it to us. Give it to a stream. Kree Squall War. Give me all the Kree Squall stuff. Give me all the. Oh you know, my God. Everything. Give me it all. I'm excited. So excited. Ah, oh, wow. Do we have geek news and rumors? I don't think so. I think most of the stuff that we would have talked about is the stuff that was at D23. So okay. that's kind of what the. the this whole f- amazing conversation was us reviewing all that awesome geek news. If yeah. there's anything special out there that, that we missed this week, I'm sure we'll get to it next week. But there's so much great stuff that came out just recently. And if you're a fan, a lot of trailers are out. Uh, new trailer for what? The, the Black Adam had another trailer, I think. Yes. And yep. then Secret Invasion's trailer was there. The like sneak peeks at stuff. Just go check out trending trailers on, on YouTube. And you'll see so much stuff that is going to be fascinating and interesting and fun to watch. And, you know, sure. you heard Corey talk about his band casting for the live action Hoodwinked. Keep an eye out for that, folks. We're going to keep our fingers crossed because we want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Corey, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to definitely have to have you back once. Yeah, man. Anything Star Wars drops, probably when Andor drops or anything. But, you know. Yeah. And for more fan casting. Because, yes. I'm yeah. Right. I'll, I'll try to think. I'll try to have more more updates on that, on my thoughts. But this was really fun. I enjoyed everything. I enjoyed all, all, the, all the topics. Awesome, I'll do any awesome. topics. Beautiful. Well, thank you for joining us. And uh, Brian, you can do the usual sign-off thing that you do. Cause well, but one last thing, Corey. Where can people find all oh, your yes. stuff? Your social media. Where can they follow? Like, where is some of the stuff that they can check out? So that you know, because I, I want people to 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 check out your stuff. Tell them about the pod. Brian. True. I'm back on Instagram. I was off, but now I'm back on because uh, I got stuff to promote. All of a sudden, the 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 the, the comedy special and dry bar comedy. You know what I'll say? CoreyEdwards.com. C-O-R-Y-E-D-W-A-R-D-S.com. That kind of leads to everything. That's where I, what I try to do. So I have a blog that I, sometimes I still write a blog, but like you can see the podcast, which is thanks for stopping by, where I just interview people in creative careers. Uh, then you can also get to my comedy special. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, Instagram is, uh, I think it's CoreyEdwards.ig. And, uh, Twitter is real Corey Edwards on Twitter. That's about it. Twitter. Awesome. awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Great yeah. conversation. Um, fantastic to, to just geek out with, uh, with someone anytime we get the chance to. And also thank you for all that writing advice. Like, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that was intended that you wanted to pass on and convey such wonderful knowledge, but you really did. And I think it's going to anyone who's out there, who's a writer who's starting off or who is even continuing or anyone who's in the moment having writer's block, like you were saying, just write. You know, even if it's just 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 the act, you know, like you were saying, do the warm ups, get the oil running and and, and that will just feel natural. So it's really cool. We appreciate that, uh, yeah. folks. Always a pleasure. Oh, sorry, Edward. Uh, Corey, anything else you want to say? No, that's it. I had a great time. Thank you, Appreciate guys. Uh, the usual. Thank you so much for tuning into another edition of Geek Tastic Cypher. We just want to remind you guys that if you guys uh, want to follow all our wonderful content, you can do so on at Geek Tastic Cypher. You can find us on all our socials there, and uh, you can check out Chop Vision with uh, with Skinny and Ch- Joey Chops, and you can check out 
the dumbest timeline with myself and jaws oh you can also check out uh transformers slag with my man proto man check that out for all your transformers news and any other related things like that that's good guys we are out thank you once again for tuning in to another edition episode 308 it's crazy when we say it 308 episodes i think that's the title i like that it's crazy when we say it yo yeah (laughs) that's that's good uh and shout outs to dave again i know he's not here but we like to tease the dude so you know again dave congrats congrats you smart bastard uh we're out peace everybody (laughs) take care